All right. According to the drunkard at the bar, I should be approaching the right spot soon. I just hope he knows what he's talking about. Exactly 5.7 miles past the old ranch gates. You'd think if the devil wanted to collect souls for deals, he'd advertise a little better. I just hope he can help me. I don't know if there are limits to his powers, though. I guess if he can give people wealth and musical skills, then he has to be able to help with this. I think this is the right spot. A couple of rocks and sticks scattered across the ground. Is this some kind of monument or just some random junk left out on the dirt field? I guess we'll find out. Well, I have the candles, the goat blood, the rock salt, and I hope this rat will serve as a proper sacrifice. Poor bastard picked the wrong bar to take up shelter in for food. Alright, let's start this thing. Candles in a ring like this. Connect them with a ring of salt and the star painted with the blood like that. And now... Ugh, this disgusting thing. I start the chants first, then on the designated words, I have to cut the belly and spill its guts over the sigil. This is going to be really gross, but really necessary. I can't go on unless he grants me my wish. I'd give anything, even if it was my soul. Let's begin. Fa, su, Torah, tul. No. No, that doesn't seem right. Torah, tool, e, or Torah, tool, i? I should probably have studied some Latin before this. There's no way this is going to actually work. Fa, su, Torah, tool. Please spare me your awful dereliction. You have a hard enough time with English, Russell, and you've been using it all your life. Is that a rat you plan to sacrifice? Well... I was thinking about it. I heard I needed to sacrifice to summon... To summon me? Please. I often enjoy watching vermin come out and squirm over the idea of having to kill something. I'd rather you didn't slit that thing's throat and leave it here for me to smell while it decays. You can just... You know what? Here. I'll deal with it. Yeah! That seemed a bit dramatic. Yeah, well, it's someone else's problem now. Anyway, you didn't come all this way just to mutilate a rat for fun. You've come to meet me. I'm flattered. Surely you came for some grand purpose? You must want wealth to buy anything and everything you've ever wanted? Or did you come to get eternal youth? Never worrying about time mattering, live as long as you want, enough to see the majestic advances in technology... Have the time to experience everything you've ever wanted to do. Or perhaps you want irresistible charm. You could have any woman you choose. Talk your way into any societal circle. Persuade even the thickest of skulls to see it your way. But I suppose I should just listen. Surely someone as bright as yourself, who came all this way prepared for the summoning of the great Beelzebub, has something in mind already. So... Let's hear it, then, and then we shall discuss terms of payment. Though I warn you, there's often only one thing I have any interest in. Yes, I come to you with a heavy heart, a burden that is too great to deal with any longer. Yes, life is burdensome and painful. Many things could be so much easier with just a little help. And what can I do to make your life easier? 
I've been waiting so long and I can't wait any longer. It seems like it'll never happen without some kind of supernatural intervention. What I need more than anything is Metroid Prime 4 to finally be released. Yes, yes. Of well, Hold on. You came all this way willing to pay any price for a video game early release? It's been 15 years since Metroid Prime 3. I think I've waited long enough. Uh, well, I can't argue with that. Uh, of course, it is within my power, an easy trick with the flick of my wrist. Uh, now for your payment. Yes, I'm ready. Uh, wait, why are you getting on your knees? Your payment is your soul, you sick fuck. Not the Gluck Gluck 3000. Uh, I'm sorry. I heard some bad information about what all this was. You think that the devil, one of the most powerful beings in the universe, needs some head in exchange for his power? Well... A bro job? I just thought... Slob on the knob like corn on the cob? Alright, that one's pretty good. Alabama duck call? Cleaning your rifle? Throat roadie? Slurpee? Smoking the pink cigar? Mouth congress? Alright, I get it. I messed up, okay? The Last Supper? You see, that one was one of my favorites. You see what I did there, right? Alright! So my soul, then? Well, let's do some talking. I'm sure we can come up with some agreement. Is it worse to suck dick or to give your soul for a game? I don't know. You people are getting more pathetic as the ages pass. Dollards, every one of you. Gather round, we've got stories to tell How the human race should be erased from space We're horrible people and deserve to die If you don't believe me, then I'll tell you why We've caused genocides and mass extinction Humans causing bad pollution Amazon is burning down California's on shaky ground Ted Cruz and Cancun people deny the moon Gun crime is on the rise, hypocrisy and evil lies Leadership is on vacation, God is doing tax evasion Police increasing jurisdiction, overdue for extinction Good afternoon, dullards and morons I am your Prince of Darkness, but these days I go by Anthony And I just want to see my sexy princess on the big screen And I'm Russ <laughs> Your princess is in another castle, probably. Unfortunately. <laughs> I would promise you all a great show, but as we know, it's going to happen anyway, so let's just jump right into the meat of it, shall we? Uh, before we do, how's your week going, buddy? Today is the the Mondayest Tuesday ever. I just, I'm ready for the weekend already. I burnt the shit out of my hand trying to cook ramen. Made a fool of myself at the gym yesterday. It was just a mess. Yeah, you were, uh, your story about your gym uh, mishap, you want to elaborate on that one? No, but I will. <laughs> uh, we, we both have some dumb, uh, so I'll, I'll let you go ahead and uh, start things off. Well, I've been trying to go to the gym like early in the morning, so there's not a lot of people there, luckily. And I was using the weight, like one of those workout benches that kind of folds so you can like sit up or lay down. And I had it in the lay down position and I went to lean back and it started to fold on my, like fold on me and I flailed (laughs) holding weights up in my, 
up in the air and there was one guy that saw me behind me and I don't know how he didn't laugh. If I was on his end and I saw somebody flail, like trying to lay down, I would have laughed my ass off, but luckily nobody else saw me. There, there were a lot of people there using strength uh, to push uh, the limits on their abilities, uh, but no one was pushing as hard as that guy was that watched you <laughs> flail and uh, didn't say anything or offer to help you. Nope. I'm, I'm like, as soon as I did it, I looked in the mirror, look, like, this is the, the weights area has this, like, really big mirror so everybody can look at themselves. And I was looking at the mirror, looking at him to see if he was reacting, and I was completely shocked that he didn't. Uh, well, if nobody said anything to you, I guess you came out all right with that. Uh, yeah. And, and that was yesterday and today you had a bit of uh, a bad luck too. Yeah. Uh, when I was in my apartment, I had a, an electric stove. So like my pot handles and stuff never got warm. And now when I cook on my gas stove in the house, like the entire stove gets really hot. So if I grab my metal handled pans, with like my bare hands, I burn myself and I'm still not used to it. So today I was making ramen and I grabbed the pan and like singed my hand on the pan handle. Uh, that one was more accidental. I've done something similar before, but it was a lot more like stupid. Like um, there are times, well, actually most of the time, whenever I'm making um, most, most meat uh, meals that have like a meat that uh, I like to pan sear. It's one of my favorite ways to do it. Uh, if I'm not like grilling it or smoking it. Um, and uh, I do a pan sear and sometimes you can uh, cook it in the pan uh, like that without it uh, burning uh, the uh, sides or without uh, over uh, cooking or undercooking it. Um, but in cases where it doesn't always work out that way, I'll sear both sides until they're a nice good color. And then I'll stick it in the oven. Uh, as we have um, cast, not cast iron, um, stainless steel uh, pots and pans. Um, so I will stick it in the oven and let it bake for the remainder, you know, 10 minutes or whatever till it gets to the right uh, doneness. And there have been times where I have grabbed it and stuck it in, and then thought for some reason that only the actual round part of it was going to be hot. And so I just reach on in there and grab a hold of that fucker. And I just burn my hand. I Sometimes uh, I don't always just let go. Sometimes I maintain my grip because apparently pain, pain just causes me to double down on it. So like I'll grab a hold of it and just fling it across the kitchen. So uh, I have done similar things, but not so much accidental is just being fucking stupid and not realizing that yeah the entire thing including the handle was inside of the oven that's just like next level stupid there yeah uh, and then as you you like to bring up frequently when we did uh friendsgiving last year and uh i i don't know if that was a matter of burning myself or, or if it was just that it was over full uh, and I was trying to check on it, but I, I pulled the turkey tray out to check it. And uh, a lot of the uh, the uh, turkey broth that was in the pan with the turkey splashed out into the oven and it caused the oven to start smoking out. So like we were trying to let it cool down and wipe it out real quick. And then we put um, like potatoes in there and stuff and um, we thought it would be okay, but then it would start smoking again. And then it caused the potatoes to become black. <laughs> So we ended up having to have my dad's girlfriend just go to um, the, I think Walmart or Giant Eagle and get some of the uh, um, 
uh, Bob Evans, that's what they're called. Uh, Bob mm-hmm. Evans prepared mashed potatoes because I fucked up potatoes. Uh, turkey ended up being cooked all right and coming out okay. Uh, it's just a matter of smoking out the house and then trying repeatedly to wipe out the oven, thinking it was good, and then smoking everyone out again. <laughs> And this should be a lesson as to why for Friendsgiving and stuff like that, it should just be pizzas or or potluck or something where you don't cook. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. I think if you host the potluck, you get out of having to make anything. Or uh, mm-hmm. maybe I'll provide some like store-bought cookies or something. <laughs> but yeah, so the, uh, we talked about it uh, at dinner last week, and we intend to do just that. Uh, when we do our Friendsgiving this year, we we're probably just going to do like pizza and wings and breadsticks. And I, I think it'll go much smoother and everybody likes those things. So it'll be all right. Yep. Yeah. I think that'll be a lot easier. <laughs> uh, so my dumb thing, despite having essentially just told uh, two dumb things now, um, I, I had a, a bit of a dumb moment this morning at work. We are currently experiencing um, an audit, which isn't like a bad thing. It's not like we got in trouble for anything and they're there to make sure we corrected it. Uh, It's just an annual audit that they come through and make sure we're running by the procedures that are approved um, and follow, you know, the uh, uh, state requirements and all that good stuff. And uh, I was told yesterday that the auditors would not be out and about looking at the um, uh, our custom div department until about 11 o'clock or after. So I was like, all right, well, I normally start my morning off with a monster. We're not allowed to have water. Uh, big shocker uh, from all the stories I've told. I'm a little bit of a rules breaker sometimes. Um, <laughs> and uh, so I like to start my morning with coffee or monster, neither of which we're allowed to have out on the line. And they, um, I saw two women start walking around who I didn't recognize. And I thought, Oh fuck, they're out like in the beginning of the day. So, uh I was trying to figure out how I could like get my monster secretly back to the the break room and put it in the fridge where I could enjoy it later on. And uh I'd already opened it at this point, so like it was going to be flat if I did that. And the two women walking around finally disappeared. I thought, perfect, here's my opportunity. And then my manager comes walking around because he's doing all of his little checks to make sure that there's nothing out of place, nothing unlabeled, you know, anything that we could get a violation or in trouble for uh, just to prevent us from failing this thing. And he starts talking to me. He's like, so here's some questions they may ask you. And he was trying to prep me for it. But I've done I've been in this job for six years, so I, I know how it goes. And they're usually pretty softball questions. They're, they're generally like, what's the company's like uh, motto statement or whatever? And and uh, how do you know the procedure for dipping this or for stripping that what you're looking for? And it's all pretty easy answers. But it's still annoying to talk to them because you feel under pressure that if you fuck up, the company fails and then you're the reason. <laughs> Um, but, uh, so the women were walking around and then a management came walking around and then we had, uh, the general plant manager walking around and the supervisor walking around. So it's a lot of like management heads that I wanted no part of having them watch me, uh, try to drink this thing or get rid of it. And I thought, okay, well, if everyone's going to be walking around and I can't get this thing out of my, my area safely without being caught, the only option is just chug the fuck out of it. And I don't know if you've ever chugged carbonated drinks. Uh, they hurt <laughs> real bad. Uh-huh. Uh, I saw people were doing, what was it, the 7-Up Challenge, where the idea was to drink the full 20-ounce uh, bottle in one gulp. And they always start sputtering and coughing and complaining about <laughs> pains and burning and all of that. And uh, so this is only 16 ounces. I got four ounces that I can I can spare on the, the challenge. 
And I, I drank it really fast and it hurt and I felt bubbling in my chest and I felt uh, burning and I kind of thought I was going to throw up, uh, but I did it. And then I crushed the can and stuck it in my pocket until everyone kind of went away for a moment and I threw it in the trash can on somebody else's line because, of course, I wasn't going to get caught with contraband on my line. Um, so I threw it away in a, in a trash can on another line. And uh, I, I went back and talked to the person who was working that line that I threw in his trash can. And I was just like, man, that was close. The fucking auditors were walking around. I thought I was going to get in trouble having the monster out. And he laughed at me. And he's like, oh, those aren't the auditors. They're people from our company who are going around and trying to make sure that nothing is out of place. And you know, they would have been thrilled about it either, but they would have just said, hey, get this out of here before auditors start walking around. But I thought I was going to fail the company by enjoying my morning beverage. So I chugged it <laughs> and then suffered for a good while while it hurt. Uh, so that was how my Tuesday started out. That, it's painful when you chug something like that. Yeah, it it doesn't go down very well. Like it, it makes you burp as you drink it at a regular pace, but then you fucking chug it. It's just it's ten times worse. Mm-hmm. Oh man! Uh, so that was my my Tuesday start off, and then uh, I I thought we were safe because I didn't see them at like two o'clock, and I was like, okay, things are going pretty good. They're not coming out today. Maybe I can dodge them tomorrow if I go to lunch at the right time. And then they fucking came out at like two thirty, and I wanted my drink. Uh, my canteen that I normally fill with Gatorade, which is probably a little bit more acceptable. And I went to go get it, and then they walked over to where my canteen was and were basically guarding it. Like, I think they figured if they came around at the time, if they came around and guarded a uh, a drink that was uh, one of the dippers, they would catch that dipper eventually and uh, get to talk to them. Uh, so I sacrificed the need for a drink and then I decided maybe they'll go away if I disappear for a little bit, but I can't just go out to my car or the break room because I'll get in trouble with management for being there, you know, during a, a off time that I shouldn't be there. And uh, and they eventually did pass by um, and talk to someone else. Um, but my go to escape was <laughs> to go to the bathroom for like the last 35 minutes of the day. <laughs> so uh, they may have been upset that I wasn't there to talk to the auditors, but, uh, you know, they can't prove that I wasn't taking like a 35 minute shit. Yeah, you might have just had massive diarrhea. Yeah, and uh, that's not too far off. Obviously, I chugged a monster, so that, that will <laughs> in and uh, cause that effect. Yes, it will. Oh, man. Um, but yeah, that was my day. Uh, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't a bad day by any means, but, uh, it was, um, it was a painful head start. Yeah, that would be. <laughs> um, so, uh, before we get going and diving into the dumb here, uh, I do want to announce something that we have decided to do. We talked, uh, for probably about a couple months now about the idea of starting a discord server for the podcast. Um, initially we didn't think that it was going to be necessary to do right off the bat because we thought we're still building this thing. Not a lot of people use discord regularly outside of like gaming um, necessarily. Uh, And uh, so we postponed it until we decided it was going to be a more beneficial time to do it. Um, And then we posed a question in the Facebook group asking other dummies what they wanted to do or see. And we proposed ideas like movies or, or um, fires, uh, potentially like get togethers. Maybe we all go like bowling or something like that. Actually, we didn't suggest the bowling, but that'd be a great one. 
Yeah, it would have been. Uh, I guess we can always pose that to our dummies in the Discord. But we did create a Discord because there was some interest and some hunger for the ability to chat with each other other than commenting on each other's shit posting. Uh, so we do have now a Discord server. Um, I'm not going to go into great detail about what all it is in there, but we have uh, channels devo- uh, devoted to the segments that we do. And as we create new segments, we'll create new channels. Um, but it's an easier way for you guys to submit content to us. You can go pop into the necessary channel within the server and uh, submit the link, the picture, whatever it is. Uh, we have dummies in there doing so now. And, and uh, as we use their material, we will start giving those people shout outs and you can get in on that as well. Um, now, there's no like search engine for Discord. If you're not familiar with it, you do need an invite link. We have posted that invite link on our Facebook page. Um, and I'm going to be getting around to posting that on our uh, Twitter account and our um, Instagram account so that you can find that in those places as well if you're not part of the Facebook group. Um, but uh, people in there are just chatting daily, they're shit posting. We have a general chat. We've decided to, to initiate a monthly movie night. Uh, this, uh, this month we had, uh, what was it, Austin Powers, uh, This is the End. Zach and Mary make a porno and Joe's apartment. Joe's apartment. Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, it, the voting is coming to a close here in a few days and it looks like Austin Powers is going to win, which is great enough. I like Austin Powers and uh, we're just going to hop in the discord server and uh, I was, uh, either me or Russ will share the screen uh, of the movie playing and we'll just sit there and chat and bullshit during the movie. So it'll be a lot of fun. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, the, uh, the it's taken off a lot more than I thought it was going to. Um, I thought that maybe people would just kind of post here and there. That's how it was the first few days. I don't think anyone wanted to um, break the mold and, and start talking. Um, but now it's like uh, I'm working and I just start getting blown up by just <laughs> So it's it's taken off, and uh, hopefully we can get some more of you dummies that are interested in being part of that community uh, and just bullshitting with other people. Uh, it's a good time. It's definitely fun to interact with them. Yes, it is. I think Discord's a better place for it, too, than Facebook, honestly. Yeah, Facebook was initially meant to just be kind of like posts that regard the episodes and like uh, I put up like uh, the links and the things like that, the pictures that we have uh, related to each story we do in each episode. Um, And then people started posting memes, which was great. It was welcome. It still is. Um, But those posts started getting really bogged down by those memes. And so it was like every day that would come up that I would make my weekly posts uh, like five uh, memes would just bury it. Um, So uh, we're kind of reworking that and uh, we're going to make it so that those will still be on Facebook. If you happen to scroll through the the feed line, Um, you can find those in the group, but it's easier to find it on our Instagram because no one's bogging anything down there since it's just the account posting for us. Uh, or we're posting rather on our own behalf. Um, so you can find those easier there, but uh, yeah, discord certainly makes it a lot easier for people to just to bullshit and chat and uh, never ending shit post. <laughs> so uh, with that announcement out of the way, our dumb bared for the world to enjoy. Uh, are you ready to scour the interwebs to find the best and not necessarily brightest members of our society? I sure am. We're going to go ahead and take a breather from the dumb and give our poor mental gerbils a chance to recover. While we do, we'll let you listen to some of our sponsor breaks because even the gerbils need fed too. 
And we're back. Thank you so much for listening to the sponsors. Let's go ahead and dive right back into the dumb before we get too relaxed. Great. Now we do have a little bit of a different situation this week. Uh, we have three birthday shoutouts, which normally we have one scattered every couple of episodes, but this time we got three of them. Now, uh, we did encounter this issue with Dummy Molly, where she did not tell us it was her birthday until her birthday had passed, so we gave her a late shout-out. And uh, if it falls within the last week uh, of an episode, we will uh, grant you a late um, shout-out in Florida Man story. Uh, and we have a couple of those in this case, too. Uh, one of the dummies told us on their birthday – uh, before this episode was being recorded, that it was their birthday. One had a birthday coming up in a couple of days, which was going to fall short of our recording. And then one is going to make it just in that sweet spot, which will probably never happen again, or at least not for a while, where their birthday is going to fall on the release date of this episode. So um, we have three birthday, uh, three birthday Florida Man stories, um, and uh, the, the people that those stories will belong to are uh there they are uh marissa congos justin alinsky and justin stackhouse so join us and wishing them a very happy birthday um and if i may make a very good suggestion to the three of you i suggest you all get a gopro attach it to your heads and then have a 40 drinking contest and you know see how it goes (laughs) <laughs> yeah that'll provide us some good content to talk about yeah absolutely we, we need you know tiktok ideas anyway so mm-hmm. all right with uh, that out of the way let's go ahead and dive in so we can properly celebrate our dummies and we'll get kick-started off with our icebreaker you ready i'm ready all right this week Kristen would like to pose to us would you rather always feel the urge to pee or never know when you have to pee resulting in having to wear a diaper I have some ideas and thoughts on this. Do you want to get us started? Um, this one's actually tough. I I think it would be tough just because of the inconvenience of having to wear a diaper. But I I have reasoning for why I would choose the diaper. That my my answer before getting into it is going to be the diaper. So I've. I, I, I think I would actually choose always feeling the urge to pee. All right. What, what's your reasoning on that one? It might be really inconvenient at first, but eventually I would learn when I actually have to pee and kind of go on a schedule. Um, but I don't. But also thinking about it, like what level of urge to pee are we talking about? Are we talking about like? Oh, I got to pee, or I feel like my bladder is about to explode, kind of pee. Yeah, there's certainly different levels to it uh, because you can build a tolerance to it up to a certain point, and then it becomes like, I fucking have to go now. I'm going to piss myself. Uh huh. Um, we may have to start getting her to add stipulations to these. I uh, I think. I think maybe we'll go we'll go a happy medium, uh, not just a oh I'm going to have to pee soon and not quite a the dam is about to burst, but let's go in the happy middle where it's that irritating sensation in your bladder where you know you've got to pee and it's going to have to be soon, but you've still got some time to deal with it. Okay, I'd still rather have the urge to pee then. My thought with the diaper is that not only is that going to be uncomfortable as hell to wear all day, you're going to have to spend a lot of money buying those 
You're also going to have to worry about like if you're in a like hiking in the middle of the woods, you don't happen to have another one on you, then you are definitely like get real bad diaper rash from that because you're going to be all wet and gross down there. Yeah, that, that squishy time is not going to be a good time. That absolutely is not. <laughs> um, so my uh, my counter argument is uh, I I recall there have been times throughout my life where I've laid down to go to bed. And I've got that weird urge that I have to pee, but like I just peed before I lay down. So like I get back up and I'll try to go and I may get like another little tinkle, a couple drops, but nothing that's really satisfying, nothing that really takes care of that, that urge. And then I'll go to try to lay down and I'll toss and I'll turn and I'll have trouble falling asleep because I just can't go to sleep because I've got that irritating feeling that I have to pee and I know I can't get anything out. And I don't know if that's been related to like a bladder infection or something else, but uh, it doesn't happen frequently. Um, I tell you what is concerning about being in bed uh, and having to pee is when you're dreaming and you start to pee in your dream. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a, that's scary. Oh my God. The amount of times that I have started pissing in a dream, like not in, I mean, I've done it in real life too. We all have. And if anyone says they haven't, they're fucking lying to you. Um, but the amount of times that I've, I've started dreaming about pissing and then I realized through the dream that it's an emergency wake up signal. And then I wake up and I'm like, please don't piss yourself. Please don't piss yourself. And I'll check and I'll be good for the most part. But I have had those moments where pissing in the dream has led to pissing in real life. And then it's like, all right, well, I guess it's shower time at three in the morning. <laughs> Yeah, that's always a fun way to wake up. Um, yeah, so I don't like having to feel the urge to pee. Um, I imagine it's a lot worse if you're a female who has had children because I know uh, like my mother and Kristen and other uh, mothers who I've dated uh, or have had in my life have often had to go to the bathroom because frequently they feel the urge to pee. And sometimes it might be just a little bit. Sometimes it might be a lot. Um, but it seems like it's a real annoyance. I remember road trips with my, my parents when I was younger where it was seemed like we were stopping every hour on the hour because my mom had to pee. It was just like, can you not fucking hold it in? <laughs> um, yeah. I've been on road trips like that where people have to stop and pee. And I'm one of those people that'll want to get there and never stop. Right. When I, when I just went to that convention um, in Philadelphia, I almost made it the whole way there without going to the bathroom once, but, I was like 20 minutes from the hotel and I had to go and I had to stop. There was just no way I wasn't going to be able to. Yeah. We've discussed before that using public bathrooms for you is a cry of disparity. It absolutely is. Uh, I really, God damn it. I hate using public restrooms and restrooms at work too. It seems like people just kind of piss on the seat. Uh, they can't be bothered to lift the seat because they're grossed out by what germs are probably on there. So they just mm-hmm. piss on the seat for the next person. Like it's not their problem. Yep. Uh, That's exactly why I hate going to the bathroom in public. Um, so uh, diapers are going to be costly. Of course, you can try to save some money by going the uh, washable route, but then you're pissing on like in cloth that you have to touch again. And I couldn't, I can't for the life of me understand like the hippie parents that are like, we use all natural cloth diapers for our baby because baby deserves the best and we're trying to protect the environment. Like, no, let that shit rot in a dumpster somewhere. That we, Nobody needs to be <laughs> rewashing shit diapers. 
No, absolutely not. Uh, and there have been plenty of blowouts from all three of my kids as they were uh, going through the stages of <laughs> infancy, the toddlers, and then learning potty training. So, like, I don't, I can't even bear to touch some of the diapers because they're just such big masses of soupy pudding shit that that the idea of washing that, putting that in my laundry with other clothes, oh. <laughs> sounds horrifying. <laughs> That reminds me of the TikTok that I sent you guys a while ago of those reusable toilet paper things. And just the thought of mixing smeary cloth in your laundry, I can't imagine it would actually get clean because at that point you're just washing your clothes in shitty water. Yeah, you got to imagine. I mean, I'm sure that the the detergent does something for it, but you, you always have to feel slightly dirty like you didn't get it all the way clean. I feel like there's no way to get it all clean. I don't know. Maybe I think in cases like that, you also have to use bleach. So you're not throwing it with like your regular laundry. <laughs> Unless you're throwing it in with your whites, then you can use the bleach still. But I don't think there's enough bleach in the world to clean that. Yeah, I don't, it doesn't. It doesn't sound like a good time. Um, I think because of that annoying, annoying feeling that kind of pressure building uh as time passes and you haven't relieved yourself and then if you wait too long to relieve yourself you have that pain afterward which really sucks too yeah that is true i've experienced that a lot when i go see movies i'll get like the biggest like pop you can and then by the time the movie's done i feel like i'm gonna die (laughs) right um yeah, so I, I feel like in that case, too, diapers would be useful. And obviously the squish is going to be bad. And it's going to feel gross. It's going to be gross. But you don't have to get up in the middle of a movie to go relieve yourself. Um, and in cases like you and I where we have discussed, and it's a common issue with people in general, that morning coffee, though delicious <laughs> and necessary for enjoying your day, or not necessarily enjoying it, but at least surviving it without killing somebody, it mm-hmm. rumbles your stomach. You start to feel the gurgle shits, and you're like, "It's time to go." And uh, you, you've got kind of a convenient job where you can step away at any point because it's very at your own pace for the most part. But if I've got something dipping in latex, I can't walk away from it because I have to pull it out at a certain time that it's been dwelling, and then I got to blend in the drip on uh, the part so that it doesn't create a big drip because then that causes the part to be bad. And so, like, if I get hit with the gurgle shits and I have to go, but it's not a good time, I have to fight with all of my will to live to to get through (laughs) the situation. Uh, So I think between the two, the diaper would come in super fucking handy. Um, And as gross as it would be or as costly as it might be, since I'm not washing it with my clothes, I'm going to have to get uh, disposables. I'm going to go diaper for myself. Yeah, I, I don't think I can do diaper. And also the thought, too, is like if you're in public like at the movies or something, you're going to smell that throughout the movie. Yeah, but that's really everyone else's problem. I mean, I don't want to smell my own piss or <laughs> shit while I'm watching a movie. Uh, yeah, sometimes it can get bad. Sometimes uh, it'll just be sitting there chilling uh, with kids, and then you'll smell piss or, or shit, and you're like, all right, well, someone definitely soiled themselves. <laughs> and uh, we always ask Millie, because we figure if she's three, she'll answer us and tell us that she did do it and needed a diaper change. She absolutely won't own up to it. <laughs> Every time it's a very clear from her, uh, we go, Millie, did you shit? And she'll go, no, it was brother. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't fucking pin it on him. You're the one walking around with a huge lump in your butt. 
gross. Yeah, kids are great. Have a few. No. <laughs> I am perfectly happy. All right. Well, that's, that'll be our, our choices then. We're going to diverge on this. We've really done a lot of um, diverging instead of coming together on these again. Yeah, we really have. Yeah. I wonder if that's saying something about our friendship. It's over. The podcast is going to have to come to an end, too. Actually, the Damn. podcast doesn't have to come to an end. We can do this as mortal enemies. We can fucking du- duke it out every week and make it real uncomfortable to listen to. Who knows? People might actually like the anger. Maybe. Uh, it'll probably go from a lot of uh, friendly bantering to a lot of, I'm going to fuck your mom if you don't shut the fuck up. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, God damn it. Uh, anything else you want to add on that before we move on to our stories? Uh, I don't think so. All right. Well, like I said earlier, we do have three birthdays. So uh, we do Florida Man shout, uh, stories uh, for those people that send in their, their birthdays. So make sure you do that so we can get yours as well. And we don't plan to end this anytime soon. So if your birthday's already passed like a couple months ago and you're worried there's no point, I'm sure we're still going to be recording. So send, mm-hmm. send it in. Uh, the, the dumb doesn't stop. So I guess we're going to be doing this <laughs> until one of us fucking croaks. Yep. Uh, so, and, and since we have three Florida stories, there was no way in how we were going to do, you know, four or five news stories all together. So our newsworthy Neanderthals are going out to our very special birthday people for this week. And uh, we will uh, go through each of them individually. Ready to get to it? Yep. Ready for this birthday episode. All right. It is indeed. Uh, so our first story here is Marissa's story. Uh, the article title is Florida man steals alligator from golf course, tries teaching it a lesson by throwing it on the roof of a bar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we've made jokes before since we've done some of these Florida man stories for other people, they tend to always have alligators. In fact, when we were doing that game night last weekend, um, we were playing, uh, what was it that we were playing that we were doing jokes about Florida men and alligators? It was the lie one, right? Fibbage? Uh, yeah, I think yeah. so, yeah. Yeah, and then you, me, and Terrell all came up with alligator for the one, I think. Or maybe it was just <laughs> you two, and we came up for – we three of us came up with the same answer for another one. It was all of us with alligator. Yeah, all of us with alligator. Uh, it was something about Florida uh, people, and and uh, I don't remember what the question was now, but the lie we all chose to submit was about it was alligator. <laughs> and, it was it was something about not being able to bring into a wedding or something. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, so being Florida, it was just like, yeah, alligator, because fucking people in Florida have this weird obsession with them. And I know that they're everywhere, but at the same time, it's like – What's with this Florida man alligator, you know, I don't know if it's a duo, like they're, they're working together or they're mortal enemies. I can't tell. I have no idea, but it's, they definitely go hand in hand. (laughs) They fucking do. Uh, So let's go ahead and dive into Marissa's story and find out what, what exactly he was trying to teach him. So in Daytona beach shores, Florida, a Florida man. What was that noise? I didn't realize it was in Daytona. Oh, I was like, I've never heard that noise from you, and I'm not sure what it was. Oh, yeah, I, I used to go to Daytona all the time. Oh, well, here you go. This will, will hit close to home for you then. Uh, a Florida man told police officers he was teaching the alligator a lesson when he tried to throw a live alligator he had stolen from a miniature <laughs> golf course onto the roof of a beachside cocktail lounge, authorities said. 
the 32-year-old man was arrested early Thursday when Daytona Beach Shores police officers spotted him attempting to throw the gator onto the roof of a cocktail lounge <laughs> located just off of Highway A1A, according to the police report. Uh, <laughs> I'm very curious, and I'm sure it'll tell us what it is. Uh, but uh, what do you think, if you haven't read ahead, that he's punishing the gator for? I maybe he saw it eat a squirrel or something. I, <laughs> the the typical uh, squirrels are friends, not food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I actually didn't read a lot of the story. I don't think I read some of them because I was uh, going through them. And some Florida man stories are not the fun Florida man stories. Sometimes it's like Florida man stories breaks into home, murders the entire family. I'm like, well, we're not mm-hmm. using that one on the podcast. <laughs> We don't want a depressing podcast. Right. And we have life for that. Exactly. Uh, so what he did punish the uh, the gator for here, the officers then saw the man take the alligator by its tail, hit it against the awning of the building, and throw it on the ground and stomp on it twice. <laughs> he fucking means business, what this fucking gator did. This alligator had to be pretty small, too, because those things are like, Built like tanks. Yeah. Um, remember, we had the one uh, alligator uh, uh, criminal com- uh, combination where uh, it, the gator was his friend chilling in the back seat, and, oh, yeah. and he revealed the drugs that the guy had. Uh, th- these apparently are not uh, not two people or uh, not a couple that are friendly with each other. No. Uh, so the man from Homestead, Florida, was taken into custody and charged with possession and injury of an alligator, unarmed burglary of an occupied dwelling, theft, and criminal mischief. So <laughs> the man told officers that he had stolen the gator from an enclosure at a nearby miniature golf course. Uh, an online court docket showed no attorney for the man who remained in jail Friday morning. We don't get to find out what he did? That's lame. God damn. I want to know what the what a, fuck he did. What a blue ball us. Right. Um, now, I don't know if this is related uh, or to the, the article, but in blue there, it's a link that will take you to another article. It says, hangry alligator chase people across Wendy's parking lot in Florida, please say. <laughs> so I don't, wow. I don't know if that's related. I'm going to click on it real quick and find out what comes up. Uh, I don't think... Uh, nope. It seems like it's a very different story, but also an alligator that did not uh, like people. So mood. I don't know. I want to find out what this guy was trying to teach him the lesson. Yeah. We may not, we may not know. We'll have to look into it or perhaps another dummy can, uh, can find out for us and let us know. Uh, I'd like above the picture or above at the top where the picture and the title is, the caption under the picture says a Florida man told police officers he was teaching it a lesson when he was spotted abusing an alligator. <laughs> <laughs> and I just feel like the term abusing an alligator hasn't been used too many times in the history of man. No, <laughs> although it is a very Florida thing to say. Yeah. They're a whole, a whole nother backwood swamp. Like, I think, I think the rest of the U S needs to collectively meet up at the border of Florida. And I don't know, I'm not going to take a guess at what state borders Florida because I don't fucking know. It's Georgia, Georgia. All right. Close enough for me. Uh, I think we all need to meet up at the, the, 
the border of Georgia and Florida with ha- hand saws and start hacking away <laughs> at the border. <laughs> Give them a good shove out. Um, I don't know. Georgia's kind of pretty iffy, too, being that close to Florida. We may need to detach them just in case the poison spread. Yeah, I think Alabama actually touches Florida, too, now that I'm thinking about it. You know, Alabama also touches family. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think there might be a story about incest that someone has suggested. Oh, yeah, yeah, Corey suggested a story. I'm going to have to look into it about a guy who knocked up his daughter or sister or something. I don't know. We'll find out what it was in another episode. Oh, boy. <laughs> Anything you want to add before we move on to the next one? Nope. All right. Uh, this next story goes out to Justin Alinsky. Uh, the, this one is probably my favorite of the three stories. Uh, the title is Teens Arrested for Pooping in Swanky Hotel Pool. I like, too, that they put swanky like, like they hated the hotel. The person who wrote this article has no affiliation with the, the pooflingers, and yet they're, they're shitting on, uh, pun intended, the hotel. Mm-hmm. So the story for this one says that two Florida teens are being charged with commercial burglary after they were caught on tape defecating in a five-star hotel <laughs> pool, according to a St. Petersburg TV news report. ABC Action News reports that Andrew Harris, who is 18, and Michael Klein, who is 19, scaled several security fences at the Posh Vinoy Res- Renaissance Resort and Golf Club. Yeah, the, the name deserves it. They should be shat on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they, they climbed the uh, the fences to gain access to the hotel's pool. Police made uh, their arrest after watching video surveillance tapes. And we have a link, so maybe – I don't know if that's uh, relevant still because this is from 12 years ago, so maybe it's still there. Um, but they, they watched the video surveillance tapes. that captured images of the party poopers playing with their own feces. <laughs> Uh, apparently the uh the writer has a has a word affiliation they like to do oh that's so gross uh, i just clicked on the link to find out apparently it is not there but i bet youtube does have it so we'll see if we can find that when we post this uh content on the social medias so uh the video shows harris defecated in his shorts reached into his shorts <laughs> and fling feces all over the pool the article says citing a police report the teen then grabbed another handful of poop and smeared an X on the bottom of the pool. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> uh, now, I, I don't know what treasure is supposed to be under the fecal matter, <laughs> but <laughs> whatever, whatever is buried there, uh, I think should stay buried for the sake of protecting the world. Yeah, it's it can't be anything good. I tell you what it probably is at the very least. It's definitely going to be pink eye. Uh, yeah, I bet it is. Ah, oh, shit. Uh, so afterwards, both teens climbed into the hotel's hot tub where police found them a short time later. Hotel workers... Uh, oh, God, it just jumped on me, the article. Hotel workers will have to drain the pool and refund thousands of dollars in compensation to guests who are expecting to spend Thursday lounging by the pool, the TV station <laughs> says. What kind of bougie resort uh, fucking refunds you money for not being able to use the pool? Uh, I think that's a good thing. Well, yeah, it's a good thing. But like when we go to cons or when we go, like when we went on uh, our vacation to South Carolina earlier this year, we stayed at, uh, I want to say it was, um, I don't think it was a motel. It was something that wasn't like super ritzy by any means. I think it might've been like a Hampton Inn or something. 
and uh, their pool was always available, but it was it wasn't like anything special. It was like the typical just the three feet that leads out to I think like five or six feet, and that was it. There wasn't a diving board, there wasn't a water slide, there wasn't anything at all. But we've been to pools where they've been closed, uh, not for any reason given to us, just that it was unavailable at the moment, even though it was within like the time frame in which you're supposed to be able to use the pool. And all we got was just like, a, ah, life sucks, fucking get over it. I guess you just need to go to bougier hotels. Yeah, well, sure. I'm, I guess if I want to pay like $500 a night just to be refunded in case someone shits in the pool, <laughs> that would work out fine. But it's not really within my price range. I just get told... Uh, it sucks to suck, and, and that's it. That's what a credit card's for. <laughs> yeah, well, my credit card is doing a lot of work these days because <laughs> a certain somebody said, hey, I got this new 3D printer, and it is amazing. And then you proceeded to list off all of the fucking uh, specs and the details and the speed of it and how quiet it is and how perfectly it just came out of the box, put together in a couple of steps, and then printed perfect on its first try. And Now I have to wait till fucking Saturday because mine's on the way. Well, I don't know what to tell you. It was a worthy investment. You you could have offered a a, a friendly uh, promo code discount and given me some money towards it, just out of the kindness of your heart, since you made me buy it. I don't got that kind of money. Yeah, well, I don't either anymore because of you. So thanks. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're very welcome. Uh, anything further on our teenagers who scare the shit out of us? <laughs> Oh, the song's going to be stuck in my head now. Well, that's a good song, so it, it deserves to be stuck there. <laughs> but no, I got nothing else. <laughs> All right. Uh, and then that leaves us back with our last story, uh, Mr. Justin Stackhouse, uh, whose birthday will be upon uh, arrival of this episode. So if he doesn't listen to us immediately at noon when the episode releases, uh, this will have been a waste of time and we demand compensation. Yes. I want a lot of compensation. I want at least the amount that I paid for that fucking printer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this one is an, an interesting one. It's a rather short one as well. Uh, the title is Florida man drunk and naked allegedly sets fire house on fire and in a failed cookie baking attempt. This sounds like me trying to bake. <laughs> uh, I have told Kristen uh, that uh, if if we are going to have dinner and baked goods, she's going to handle the baked goods because I can follow the directions, but I'm not as good at baking as like she is. So um, I leave it to her. Uh, and we had a company picnic recently where uh, we entered a contest to bring baked goods. And I just let her do all the work while I sat there and watched her talk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but when it comes to cooking uh, meal, that's more my strong suit uh, as I have had culinary school experience. So I've brought that with me and I, I, I tend to like to be the one to cook. Not that she's a bad cook, but she tends to get very frustrated in the kitchen. Um, and like if she tries to make um, – uh, quesadillas and one side gets a little bit too brown for her liking she just kind of like turns off the heat and goes and sits down so wow yeah she gets upset pretty quickly i'm a little bit more uh, i'm a little bit more all right fuck it let's go get cheeseburgers or taco bell or something mm -hmm. so i like to cook because I'm, I'm a little bit more apt at it but anyway the story um, so the article says that on a, not unapologetic, that would be crazy if he was just like, yeah, I burned my house down. Go fuck yourself. 
Uh, an apologetic but confused man greeted Florida firefighters after he allegedly started a house fire as he tried to bake cookies on a George Foreman grill, according to local media reports. I would like to think that you know not to use a George Foreman grill. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't see what's wrong with using a George Foreman grill, but apparently it causes fires with baking. Yeah, uh, I can't tell you what caused the fire. Um like how it it started from using the George Foreman grill. Um, but it's probably certainly not going to work. Although maybe it creates a nice gooey cookie. And if you like that, I guess it's, it's exactly what you need. So, yeah, I guess if you're going to use a George Foreman for a cookie, uh, I guess take it outside first and see how it goes. Yeah. That might be safer outside where you have like a garden hose to, to stop a fire if it happens and maybe don't do it naked outside though. Unless you want to get people a show. Yeah, well, you know, as we established, uh, we were talking ideas about doing a TikTok uh, series uh, on our individual pages, and uh, we discussed you showing a little nip to get a few more viewers. <laughs> so, you know, full-blown nudity will for sure get attention. Yeah, but I think for full-blown nudity, it's going to have to be an OnlyFans where people pay me. Yeah, you don't get the goods if you're not giving something in return. Exactly. So uh, the article goes on to say that smoke was coming from the house in Niceville, Florida on August 27th when the naked man met authorities at the door, according to a police report cited by the Miami Herald. At the time, the home was filled with smoke and multiple items were on fire. (laughs) (laughs) The craziest part about the story is the article says, I'm sorry, he said to them, and then closed the door. (laughs) So things aren't going very well. He's attempting to make cookies. It backfired on him. Now multiple things are burning and are on fire within his home, and it's filled with smoke, I imagine, to a dangerous proportion, enough for at least firefighters to have been called by uh, neighbors. And he just opens the door and it's like, yeah, I'm sorry, this is my bad. And he closes the door. <laughs> yeah, the way this article is written, it sounds like it was like such a casual, casual visit. Yeah. Like, it wasn't even that big of a deal. It was just kind of like, oh, I'm sorry, was I making too much noise? I'll, I'll turn it down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, man, the man showed no sign of understanding the danger he was in. The Herald quotes a police report. Uh, he later told authorities that he had smoked marijuana and consumed two liters of vodka. The Herald reports, "Are you are you trying to like? He's not okay. Like clearly, he's not. He he smoked and drank, and typically those don't typically go well, as far as I understand. No, no. So he 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 had a real Monday of a life. So <laughs> <laughs> two liters of vodka. Good God, that I don't like the taste. I mean, we've established I don't like the taste of many liquors, but vodka is especially one of the ones I don't really care too much for. So uh, you, two two liters is a freaking lot, too. Really is. I'm honestly surprised he was able to put the words "I'm sorry" together. <laughs> It must be the help of the marijuana that's like keeping him somewhat sober, um, alcohol sober anyway. Right, right, yeah. It may, maybe uh, he can still walk, but he is clearly the lights are not on upstairs. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh After the man had been removed from the house for his safety, firefighters informed him that he could have died of smoke inhalation. The Daily News reports: Firefighters wore oxygen masks as they took burning items from the home. A fire department investigation found that the man who tried to bake the cookies on an unattended George Foreman grill, according to the publication. Did I? I said that weird. 
That whole sentence sounded weird. The fire department investigation found that the man... Oh, he had tried to bake cookies on an unintended George. Oh. I read it in a way... I think the way I read it... Made, I read it maybe word for word or changed something so it sounded like it was going to continue. And then I <laughs> I went brain dead, apparently, so... Oh, it's still basically <laughs> Monday for me, so... It might as well be. Uh, when the grill caught fire, he attempted to put the fire out using towels, which also caught on fire. <laughs> Oh my god! I think he probably watched a lot of shows and movies where they're like, "Get a fire retardant blanket and throw it on top of it." He's just like, Mm -hmm. "I got a towel. That's probably pretty okay." Yeah, he probably had like the driest, crustiest towel to use too. Oh, it's dry and crusty because he's lonely. Uh, Exactly. (laughs) It's why he was smoking and drinking alone in his apartment at night. No one's gonna stop him from making goddamn cookies. Nope. Uh, so the George Foreman grill, according up, oh, no, that's part of the other word. Uh, the man had obvious burns on his hands, but refused medical treatment, and that is where the story leaves us. Wow, all these stories blue balling us. What happens? Yeah, well, I think it's because they're Florida man stories, and you can never <laughs> uh, where Florida man stories are going to go next. It, it's kind of that whole never let them know your next move philosophy. Yeah, that makes <laughs> sense. Oh my God! So there's the the three news stories we have for our um, our dummies. Uh, hopefully, you guys got a good chuckle out of it, and uh, be sure to tell your friends and family that you are being um, gloated. Not gloated. That's not it. Doted upon. That's the word. Uh, you you could gloat that you're on a podcast, uh, but tell your friends you're being doted upon by a couple podcasters, and you know, get us out there. Help us. Help us out. Yeah. So, uh, that's it for our news stories this week. It ran a little bit longer. This episode may run a little long, but that's okay. It's a special birthday celebration. Mm-hmm. So, let's get on to making this all about us again, or I guess in this case, about me, because our next segment, one of our newer ones, Two Lies and a Truth, where I will tell you three potential uh, things that uh, had occurred in my life Um I was dwelling on the the first couple of episodes. We we took turns exchanging uh, stories that we did, and both of your stories uh, involved dumb things that you did as a kid because you said that you didn't really do a lot of dumb things in adulthood because you kind of you know played it safe. And I think if today is an example of anything, it is in fact that we are still doing dumb things this old. So. <laughs> Um, but I was reflecting on my childhood because I thought, well, kids do dumb things all the time. Surely I didn't do all of the stupid things in my adult life. And so I reflected on a memory that I had about childhood. And one of these things is the truth about what I did as a child. So you ready to figure out and do your best sleuthing, which one is the, the true one? I am. All right. So as we established before, we are going to just read all three of them. If you want to stop me at any point to discuss something, we can. Uh, but otherwise, you can give your thoughts at the end of it. Sounds good. Okay. Number one, when I was in elementary school, me and two friends at the time decided we needed to take on some extracurricular activity. Sure, you may suggest sports, but as we all know, I can name like five athletes and some of them aren't even active anymore. So we, we stuck to our areas of expertise, not a pack to beat as many video games in a year as we could, not a, a com- competition to win the heart of another and be the first to get a girlfriend. Of course, I would have won because I'm a natural charmer. Uh, but instead, we decided to start a club. 
Uh, now, none of us remember how it came to be founded or whose idea it was in the first place, but it came to us that we should check bathroom stalls to see if we could find any real notable excrement someone had le- forgotten to flush. <laughs> Uh, we would excitedly discuss the size, the rigidity uh, of the specimens we came across, as well as any deviation from expected coloring. And as if it wasn't bad enough that we partook in this for a year, we came up with a great club name ourselves and dubbed ourselves the Gray Bear Patrol. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, uh, any of these, uh, any of these could have been true uh and if those are the case it would explain why i am the human i am today (laughs) so let's go on to the next one here in elementary school i took a liking to girls quite quickly i had several friends in elementary and middle school uh sorry several girlfriends in elementary and middle school sometimes multiple simultaneously from different schools i know i know i'm quite a casanova And anyway, one girl who had been essentially my main girlfriend in elementary school, and I decided that one day we were going to kiss on the playground. Now, we had never kissed before, and we were in fifth grade, and let's say I was a little bit under the notion that you had to remove clothes in order to kiss. Uh, One might infer that I had got a viewing of some late night movie or, or something like that that mixed signals in my head. Um, But anyway, I asked this little girlfriend of mine if she wanted to kiss, and she was all for it. Love was in the air. Now, what wasn't in the air, however, was my pants. I had only only pulled them down, thinking that it was good enough, and we kissed behind the building where an emergency exit door provides privacy from the rest of the playground. Uh, What teacher was so incapable that she didn't notice a couple of kids slip off in this hidden area? I don't don't remember. But uh, one teacher was very observant as she had looked out of the exit thinking she saw someone and caught me with my pants around my ankles. I got several lectures about how it was inappropriate. And uh, then, of course, I got more fun lectures when I got home. It turns out that clothes on is just fine. But we all know that without them is even more fun. Uh, it doesn't get better than that. So my number three story, uh, continuing the gross potential things that I did as a child. When I was a child in elementary school, I watched Nickelodeon religiously when I came home from school. Who didn't love it? The Amanda Show, all that, Keenan and Kel, Kablam. There were many great shows on there. One thing that I was infatuated with, though, was everything that featured that famous green slime. They had slime celebrities, kids, everyone, and everyone seemed to love it. I think to this day that they still slime people at the Kids' Choice Awards, but in any case, I wanted to know what that slime was like, what the temperature was, the consistency, and most importantly, the taste. Now, I had seen a few interviews where people described the experience to be kind of like a snot-like texture, but they couldn't uh, find a way to word what it tasted like. And this influenced me to try and eventually start the habit of eating my own boogers. Now, I couldn't get my hands on that sweet, sweet green stuff, but I did have access to the green slime of my own. Oh. At, first, at first, it was disgusting and salty and hard to go down without gagging. But eventually, the idea came to me that if I started mixing it with other food, tapioca pudding was great for the more solid stuff. Mixing it with mashed potatoes and gravy was great for the more slimy. The habit lasted probably a couple of months until other students had seen me and started mocking me for it. Kids can be cruel. I haven't done it since that day that I got laughed at, but I've never given up wondering what that beautiful green slime must actually taste like. 
Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I told you it wasn't going to get better. So there are these three options here for you. Um, my friends and I decided to start looking at poop installs that kids had forgotten to flush and then would compare sizes, color, texture, all of that. Uh, and I don't know exactly what we were looking for, but um, it seemed like at the time we, we had a goal in mind. Uh, the other option is that uh, me and a girlfriend at the time in fifth grade decided to kiss, but I had come across some, let's say, rather bad influences um, as far as TV and movies go as to when kissing is appropriate and what all it entails and uh, got caught doing so. And uh, the other option, being so infatuated with Nickelodeon slime that I couldn't resist tasting what slime I did have on hand since I couldn't get a hold of the Nickelodeon set. This is actually hard. <laughs> Now, we, we discussed a lot of things that I've done as an early adult that uh, was quite stupid. So I figured to make it a little more challenging, I would have to dig back into the years we barely talk about. And uh, a memory hit me one day, and I was like, yeah, that's going to be a good one to do it on. So I'm leaning towards the poop one not being true. I don't really have a reason, but that one just seems like so out there that I don't think it happened. I do know that you were quite the ladies' man. So I could see you thinking that you had to get naked, basically, to kiss somebody in elementary school. (sighs) (laughs) It's all so horrible. (laughs) The snot, I don't know. I'm leaning towards that one's a little out there because snot and slime aren't like the same thing. That's like a kind of a big jump. I'm going to go with you pulling your pants down as being the one that actually happened. All right. So... Let's go ahead and do process of elimination. Uh, we'll start with the bottom. That one is untrue. Uh, I, I did often wonder what the slime tasted like and what it was like. I think people described it as being like cold and slimy, but like, no one ever really talked about it tasting like anything. Uh, I think for the most part, the goal was to keep it out of your mouth. <laughs> I, I imagine it must have been safe to consume, but probably not a great experience. So people didn't... Uh, didn't really try to get it in their mouth as much as they could avoid it. That one is fake. Uh, I I didn't eat my own boogers. Um, I did have a habit of wait wait whoa. no no I you said did? I, I did not I didn't eat them. Oh, I, I wouldn't start a process of elimination by immediately going to the correct one. <laughs> Apparently, Nickelodeon slime is like super sweet tasting. That's surprising. You would not expect that to be the case. But, I mean, I guess if you're going to get it in your mouth, you would at least want it to be somewhat enjoyable. There's also a recipe on how to make it. Of course there is, because we're living in 2022, where all of us uh, millennials and, and, well, probably not Gen Z, maybe some Gen Z, where we all grew Mm. up watching it. And, uh, of course, someone figured out what what, uh, a good consistency and and, uh, recipe would be for it. Uh-huh. Well, maybe I'll have to get into trying that and then uh, offer my kids to eat it and then dump it on their head so they can also experience <laughs> the glory that is Nickelodeon. Yeah, they have to experience your childhood. Exactly. Uh, next elimination then is actually the second story. It was also not correct. 
there was <laughs> yeah before we get to me trying to defend why i was looking at poop let me talk about this one um so there was a little back alcove uh, that was part of the building. I think it was an emergency exit. And uh, there was one girl uh, that I had kind of locked in as my main girlfriend during fifth grade. And we did go back there to kiss quite frequently, actually. I did get caught doing it one time, but never removing my pants to do so. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure at some point, maybe I had seen something that may have informed that decision that that was part of a necessary part of the ritual. Um, but I had never actually uh, ditched my pants for the kiss. Um, we're actually, we don't talk very often these days, but we were pretty decent friends Uh once we realized we weren't actually dating and uh, <laughs> we continued that friendship into uh, adulthood and uh, talk every once in a while, every once in a while. But uh, much like with everything else, uh, things just kind of fall apart the older you get and the more responsibility you have. So mm-hmm. I will have to, uh, to get back to her and let her know that she was featured on an episode and uh, hope she doesn't kill me for how I presented her. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, the the truth was the first one, the one that you were so eager to rule out. Um, I I was probably the genius behind it, uh, as we've established in our friendship. Uh, I'm more of the the writer, and you're more of the uh, the art side of everything. Um, and so I was probably the one that came up with the name Gray Bear Patrol. I can't tell you what inspired it. Obviously, we were con- we were calling the the turds bears. And I'm assuming gray was a description of the coloration that I thought at the time must have been what poop looked like. Um, Did you not know poop was brown? <laughs> maybe I found a rare color discoloration. And uh, I don't know. I can't. I honestly tell you. I was probably nine or ten at the time. So I have no fucking idea. Um, I think, though, to make it worse, I kept the journal, too. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure my parents found it at one point when I was a little bit older and uh, they asked me what the Great Bear Patrol was and I had to explain it to them. <laughs> you know, giving my parents something to be proud of uh, as their uh, their young man sprouts into adulthood. Well, I hope you still have that journal. I don't know. They, they would have it if it does still exist. Uh, I can't imagine I encourage them to keep it because it is a dark history for me. So, <laughs> uh, But I guess, though, I had to be some kind of investigative journalist because that led me into being the world's greatest detective. Mm-hmm. So it, it all it all worked out to come together uh, but yeah we used to look at poop uh i don't talk to either of those gentlemen now uh, i have both of them on facebook i'm pretty sure and uh adulthood has just kind of kept us apart too um it, it is what it is uh you you grow apart when you get older especially from elementary school but uh i spent quite a lot of time with those kids uh and uh, I used to stay the night at their houses frequently. In fact, one of them, uh, his dad used to be a hunter and had a lot of uh, head trophies on mounts on the walls. And uh, one time, for some reason, my brother came over to his house to hang out with me. And uh, we we would uh, lock him in the basement where all the mounted heads were. <laughs> freaked him the fuck out. And he, I think he still has some trauma to this day about it. Uh, oh, we would also do things like play Goldeneye with him and, and we'd play versus mode and tell him that we absolutely weren't going to kill him and team up on him, that we just we just wanted to <laughs> see something. And then we'd lure him to a spot and then start lobbing grenades at him. <laughs> yeah, so nice as a kid. We really were. So that's the truth of it. Uh, we looked at uh, poop and, uh, yeah, and we're all fine gentlemen now, I'm sure. So were the people at that school like – did they never flush? Um, well, 
I, I don't know. Um, as you know, kids are gross. Uh, they tend to not remember. I'm sure. I don't know if faculty use those those bathrooms or not. Um, but I do know that uh, kids that were using it um, were not uh, flushing all the time. So, eh. another reason to add to the list. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're great. They're great. So that's my the list ugly is ever growing. Yeah, the list is ever growing. Uh, that's that's my ugly truth. My my past brought to light for everyone to judge me. Uh, I don't I don't look at anyone else's poop. Uh, well, there occasionally I will get up from what feels like childbirth and be like, I'm surprised I made it through that. That was a that was a win for me today. <laughs> uh, I'm ready to get the focus off of me now and focus on other people who, uh, well, instead of expelling objects, inserted them instead. Sounds fun. And kinky. (laughs) I'm sure kinky is what led him to the situation. (laughs) All right. Uh, So let's get on to the next segment then. Um, So we are actually going to break out a new segment. Uh, This one came to me because I've listened to other podcasts and watch other TikToks. And sometimes they bring up a a year-end review where they talk about uh, things that people inserted inside of themselves and ended up in the hospital for. And I think that's a pretty great segment to, to focus on the dumb that people do. Sounds fun. So we we found a, a website that talks about things that ER uh, doctors and nurses have uh, <laughs> have had to deal with people coming in for, and we're going to discuss what objects people inserted inside of themselves and where. And I think this time it's all rectal, but don't worry, we will be sure to find all of the other good stuff to bring you cringe and displeasure. All right, so you ready to get into it? I am ready. All right, uh, or get it into you, as it were. Um, <laughs> so we're dubbing this segment, If It Fits, I Sits. The first uh, object here is a shaving cream can, value-sized, capped included. Uh, and we do have a picture of it right above there, as you can see, Russ. Uh that is way up there. That is, I don't know how I got it up that far. I mean, I guess eventually at some point your ass goes from uh, pressuring on it to just like, I guess this is mine now. <laughs> it fucking takes it. Uh, and that looks like it's like almost in his stomach. Yeah, it looks like it. Or her stomach. Yeah. Uh, well, this is a dude. Uh, the uh, the, the say it. They do give us a little more information below the ad there. It says, the guy who actually looked like Santa minus the uniform actually drove himself to the <laughs> ER, walked in, sat in the triage room, and was 100% honest about what happened and what he was there for. <laughs> I mean, you can't lie about that. You can't say I fell on it. Right, right. Um, the, uh, the person that submitted this said, I had worked years in the small ER to get a story like this. I couldn't have been happier. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I don't know what the process for removing objects from your rectum are when they get that far up there. I imagine there must be a lot of lubrication and a very willing doctor to stick his arm up there. Do you think doctors get to go home early if they voluntarily shove their arm up someone's ass? I would sure hope so. I think at the very least they get like an extra 10 minutes on their shower they have to take afterwards. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, They're probably used to dealing with gross stuff every day. 
Oh God. Um, there's no picture for some of these, maybe not even for all of them. I didn't look through the entire list before I submitted this to Russ as a, a new segment. Uh, object number two, a full size pineapple leaves first. The thought of that makes me cringe. That's a, that's a, I don't, I don't know what to say about this one. I mean, the leaves are, are pokey and spiky. That, that has to hurt, but I guess if you're someone who's into that, it, I guess it's your thing. But then you've got all the little needles on the outside of the pineapple. Literally, a pineapple's entire outside is made of ouch. Yeah. Why would you want to put that in your sensitive bits? Right. I had, oh, my God. I, I, I've heard that the human uh, rectum can expand. I don't remember what the exact size is, but it's essentially the size of, like, the average raccoon or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how big raccoons are compared to full-size pineapples, but it sounds like pineapple is pushing it. <sighs> uh, that just... They make toys for this for a reason. Right. I don't know if people are poor and that's why they can't get it or they're ashamed they're buying toys for this. I, I don't know. I don't have the answers. I'm just here to present the unfortunate <laughs> event. Um, but the user that submitted this this uh, little tidbit for us says, my mom is a nurse and came home crying one day because a guy came into the hospital with a full-size pineapple up his ass leaves first. <laughs> is that crying of laughter or crying of like sadness of what society is right now honestly why not both because uh it's possible to cry for multiple reasons and and kristen when we first started dating she had some car issues that she didn't um i don't think she had the money to fix at the time so she was like crying about the the circumstance she was in but then she started like break having a nervous breakdown laughing (laughs) as you know that probably should have been a warning sign to me in that point but um she started laughing and crying at the same time and and since then we have dubbed it crafting uh so i think that that is exactly maybe what this nurse can fucking come home to do I feel like that's all you can do in a situation like this. Yeah, I don't know. First, I think you have a lot of questions that you have to set aside because you can't, you can't fucking. Uh, maybe you're not allowed to. Well, I guess you would have to ask because you have to know what the situation is that you're dealing with. But I would never be able to be a nurse because I wouldn't be able to take <laughs> a situation like that seriously. I know. I always considered like I've thought about it before in the past. Like maybe I'll pursue a nursing career. I don't think I can go as far as doctor, but I guess in most cases nurses know just as much, if not more, than doctors. Um, mm-hmm. and, and that's what I've been told by other nurses before is that they end up uh, knowing and sometimes correcting doctors, which is a scary idea as a person Very. who's in charge of uh, prescribing me medicine and discharging me and all that is generally someone who may not have uh, the information they need. Mm-hmm. Um, but in any case, uh, yeah, so uh, good to nurses. Like they, They're fucking heroes, and I don't think that we can ever say it enough. Nope. So the next object doesn't provide us any any such detail like that. It just says a fork, forky end first. <laughs> I love the forky end first part. <laughs> I never in my life I've called them prongs. I've called them the pointy end. <laughs> never in my life have I thought to call it forky end. I mean, they do have a name. Yeah, there, there's several things that you can call it by, uh, but apparently the, the submitter for this one just said forky end. Like, and, and we all got it. We knew it wasn't the fucking handle. We knew it was the prongs. 
Yeah, that, I mean, we know what they were talking about, so it's all that really matters. Exactly. That that can't be pleasant either. That's got to be a similar situation to the the pineapple leaves, but at least those bend a little bit when you're putting pressure on them. I mean, I feel like if you put the forky end in first, you're like really fucking up your insides. Do you think that that's perhaps where uh, I'm going to ruin this for you? I'm sorry, buddy, because it's one of your favorite Pokemon, I think. It's certainly one of mine. Do you think Abra's got a couple spoons up his ass, and as he evolves, he just removes one? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's probably what happens. I mean, I don't think a spoon would just materialize out of nowhere when it evolves. Right. It doesn't make sense for the spoon to just magically appear. So I assume that Abra has a couple of them up his ass, and as he evolves, he Mm -hmm. takes one out. what about Mega Alakazam where he has like 10 of them? Yeah, he uh, he was really cramming. Uh, that that might be also too why Abra constantly uses teleport in the wild when you get uh, finally catch one. Uh, he's always got somewhere else to be because he's in a lot of pain. Mm-hmm. It also explains why he's asleep all the time. Probably knocks himself out with hypnosis. Yeah, I would too. If I fucking had to deal with spoons in my ass, I would probably put myself out. Mm-hmm. Um. I, I okay. Here you go, buddy. This is uh, this one took your advice. Uh, number four is a dildo shaped like a human arm with a hand and a fist. Jesus <laughs> I mean, I guess it's a real toy, but maybe you shouldn't be shoving something that big up your ass if you can't get it out. Right now, um, oh god. Now the word dildo is blue and underlined, which indicates that it's a link, and I'm, I'm nervous to click on it, but I'm curious if it has an example. Uh, so let's find out. Uh, no, no. But uh, this one is forty. The link is forty-seven uh, women confess the weirdest items they've used to masturbate with. So there's at least forty-seven <laughs> people who aren't just getting the toy. Um, and I don't judge you, women. I I think that if I were in your position and I had the vagina, I would probably also experiment with what fits there and what uh, does the job. Mm-hmm. I mean, men fuck fruits and pillows and every other thing they can put a dick into. Uh, we discussed last week about uh, putting your dick in pork and using the, the oil <laughs> grease as a lubricant. So, you know, uh, clearly the thought has crossed my mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Everything's fuckable if you think hard enough. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you're brave enough. Everything's a dildo if you're brave enough. Uh, so maybe it wasn't intended for the asshole for that reason, or maybe it, it's versatile enough. I don't know. I don't have answers. The LinkedIn provide us anything useful except for perhaps another series that we're going to use. <laughs> oh man. <clears throat> All right. And, uh, last one here, possibly the worst one, a whole claw hammer. That just, How? Well, that's what the submitter wants to know, too. Their quote they provided was, not too long ago, we had a case where we had to extract a fucking claw hammer. Not just the handle, the whole fucking claw hammer. How the hell do you even work that in? Is it bad that I want to see it? (laughs) Yeah, I wish they provided pictures for all of these. I mean, obviously, I don't want to see the bloody asshole that that thing is fucking wrecked, but uh, it would be nice to see the x-ray of the hammer. I just... I don't even understand how the body can, like, take that. Yeah, I assume, and I, uh, you shouldn't ever assume, especially matters like these where I'm no professional on the, the, the situation, <laughs> but I assume that they had to have sat on it from top down because you can't you can't take it sideways. There's no way it, fuck, it fits sideways. 
Yeah, you'd have to take the hammer in first because there'd be no way to get around the, the. It would like cup you at that point. Right, and and maybe if they had fucking fucked themselves with the handle, that claw end of the hammer would have been sufficient at keeping it out of their asshole. <laughs> uh, I don't know how much jelly do you think these people are using to fucking get these objects in there. Probably an entire tub. Oh my god, at least a very discomfortable level. Um, uh, you have anything else you want to add before we jump out of this one? Nope, I don't think so. All right, well, let's crawl out of the butthole that someone has shoved us into uh, by looking at our worst of humanity segment. Uh, so, Kristen this week has provided us. Uh, I don't. Is that Finifugal? Finifugal? Can you pronounce that one? Find a fugal? I don't know. Um, do you have this one pulled up, or I have it? I'm pulling it up now. If you don't, I do not. Okay, uh, I've got it loaded in a tab so that I can switch over uh, when we're ready. Uh, Finna fugal. Well, first off, she's got to stop giving us words that are impossible to pronounce. That is true. Uh, second of all, it's not been sexual the last several times. Well, the one the ABC sex a few episodes ago was. Uh, a, semi-sexual obviously by nature it has to be but it wasn't like it wasn't fucking land shark <laughs> um so i feel like she's either gotten lazy or she's trying to lull us into a trap where we're getting these weird urban dictionary terms that aren't really that terrible and then she's just gonna fucking slam us with like something that therapy would never fix <laughs> she's probably trying to find words that i'm not gonna know yeah it, it must be difficult to do uh you're uh you're quite an avid uh tiktok fan uh, we establish you uh, frequently um, uh, put off your, your other tasks and, and chores to watch TikToks. Uh, mm-hmm. I haven't watched your TikToks in a few days because I've been so slammed with other things that I haven't gotten a chance to. And it's been daunting. Fucking rude. Well, it's been daunting to open the app after a long day and see like 30 some videos. And I'm like, all right, not today. I'll get to them tomorrow. And then I put it off for a couple of days and I opened uh, TikTok while we were loading everything up and getting ready to record uh, and before we connected to each other. And I saw I had 99 notifications. I'm like, there's no way in fuck. And I opened the notifications to see what they were. And I think it was like 89 videos from you and then the rest were from other people. <laughs> so, like two or three time period, uh, time period you've, you've just fucking sent me all of TikTok. So I, well, so right. I guess while I'm making dinner, I will sit through and, and burrow through them. Well, just know that I'm sure I'm going to be getting 89 messages back because you're going to reply to half of them. Yeah, and half of them probably are your responses to videos anyway. So it's unfair to, to fully blame you for sending them, but I'm guaranteeing that most of them are probably your videos. So, Yeah, to be fair, I reply to almost every one of your videos. So, yeah. I, I guess then it would be not as daunting of a task as it appears to be because I opened it and I was like – I don't know. I, I feel like part of me doesn't have the time today, but another part of me knows I won't have the time tomorrow when it gets piled on more. If I remember correctly, the last time you sent me videos, I had 34. Yeah, I can get to be a bit um, um, heavy on the, the dumping too. Uh, that's usually when I'm taking massive shits though, and it's taking longer than I would like. So that's when you get my videos. So yeah. you you should take um, you should take joy in knowing that I think about you when I'm shitting. 
Thank you. I really appreciate that. <laughs> See, we don't. But also, I can also say the same thing for you. So there you go. We don't have to worry about this podcast turning into a feud with each other. Clearly, the friendship is strong. <laughs> uh, so back to Finnefugel. Um I don't even have a, a guess. Uh, My first thought, like, went to something like with money, like financial, and then frugal. But there's an R missing. So I don't know if that has anything to do with it. Yeah, when I typed in Finifugo into Google, it didn't offer me a did you mean this? So it means something. Um, maybe it has something to do with that. Maybe you're on the right track because what I was thinking about, it was like, well, Finn has fish. And I don't know what Ifugal is and it's like, unless it's like an acronym for like I fuck you gills all, all I don't know, all light. I fucking I don't know. <laughs> um Maybe, maybe this is one giant acronym, and we're never going to guess it because it is. I have no idea. I I gave you my best guess for this. I really don't know. Let's go. Uh, I'm going to go with. Um, I'm going to go with. It is about financial, but not frugality. Perhaps it is some stupid play on words we can't put together now. Maybe it's something about uh, instead of being frugal, you're just spending willy-nilly mood yeah i i fucking <laughs> you've told me about about a lot of your purchases lately so if uh if you start complaining about eating ramen for two weeks straight i don't want to hear any complaints oh well even with those all those purchases this weekend's probably going to be even more expensive because i'm planning on getting a couch and a uh, table finally i thought you were about to say that you have at least two more trips to kintaro planned no <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't want to be called fat again. Yeah, you're a little bit scarred for that place. You'll have to go somewhere else now. Oh, I'll just have to go to a different location. Yeah, there's plenty of them, especially by mm-hmm. Firehouse. Yep. Um, all right, so we're going to just kind of uh, throw our hands up in the air at this one, and let's see what Google has for it. Um, that could be it. No, I'm, I'm getting a consensus that that is what this is. Uh, it is pronounced finifugal, apparently, um, and it means hating endings or someone who tries to avoid or prolong the final moment of a story, relationship, or some other journey. Hmm. I feel like she's getting Actually, she's either getting lazy and just finding random words that nobody will know, or she's she's luring us into a trap, and it feels like a trap. I don't know. She seems like evil enough to want to set a trap for us yeah i I feel like we're gonna we're gonna hit one or two more of these normal words and then we're gonna get slammed with something unholy and and then we can i don't know what the fuck that that alien's name is that uh on star wars the one that says it's a trap isn't that admiral akbar probably i couldn't tell you i'm not a good star wars fan Jeez, i at least watched half of them no, not even half of the movies. I, I need to get caught up. Some nerd you are. I've even seen all the movies. I've seen the prequels at least a dozen times each. Um, and I've never started the sequels or watched anything after the sequels. So I really only like the prequel stuff. I kind of was kind of meh to me. Yeah, I kind of did too. And I, I had no interest in going to see the. Uh, um, oh my God. What fucking characters Harrison Ford play? Come on, we can't both forget his name. 
What, Ch- choose, buddy. Whatever the fuck his name is. Han, Han Solo. Han Solo, yeah. I never had any interest in seeing the Han Solo movie. Um, the, I, I saw it, but I remember like nothing about it. So it was pretty unmemorable then. Yeah. The only good thing about all the new movies are the porgs. That's the only thing I care about. Of course you only remember the porgs because you fucking porg everything in, in Discord. <laughs> And if you, it's the perfect reaction. And if you don't have the porg face, you use the shock face on uh, Facebook Messenger, and you drive Kristen into such a, a soul crushing <laughs> fury when you do because she doesn't understand why you use it. Well, maybe I shouldn't use it when she's around me, but it's at least safe to use when it's over Facebook. Are, are there uh, porg gifts that you can send instead? I could, yeah. Yeah, so there you go. But I'm sure I'll get questions as to why am I sending that because it doesn't make as much sense as like the Porg emote does. The Porg emote doesn't make sense either, buddy. You just you're just throwing that shit everywhere. You are just dumb. I'm not dumb. You've ba- you make bad choices as far as social cues. No, I have not. Well, whatever. This is turning into the feuding <laughs> podcast that we're trying to avoid. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and climb out of this dumb and, and finish this uh, this wonderful masterpiece I've written. Sounds good. All right. All right. Now, normally, I'm not one to question one's desire for their wish. It's bad business practice to make the soul giver question their choice, but a fucking video game. Look, I know it doesn't make sense to you, but Metroid is life. The games industry will blue ball us until they finally release the next game in the series two decades later, or worse, cancel it mid-development never to see the light of day. All right, all right. It's just your eternal soul for a video game will see the release within your lifetime? You know, I'm going to do horrific shit to your soul, right? Look, I know how the saying goes. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is more so. That's not actually how that saying goes. I know. Forgive me, Daddy, for I have sinned. Jesus Christ. Is there nothing else that you want more than a stupid game? Well, I wouldn't mind a pizza right now. Does that fall within fair trade of the soul? (sighs) Just give me the blowjob and never come back again. Sold! If you want to stay in touch with the podcast, you can reach us at a multitude of places. Join us in our Discord server, where fellow dummies chat with each other, share memes that are a little spicy for social media platforms. You can find the link to that in our other social media platforms. You can join us on our Facebook page at Overdue for Extinction, where you can join other dummies in participating in weekly discussions about the episodes, as well as polls from our icebreakers and even more shitposting. We make announcements over at Twitter at O4EPod, where you can stay up to date on any news from us regarding episode drops, special announcements, and potentially contests in the future. And if you want to see content related to each episode, we usually post about three to four images or links, videos, and more about the content that we cover, and you can find that over at Instagram or on our Facebook page at Overdue for Extinction. We also have a TikTok, also at Overdue for Extinction, where you can find more things to laugh at after you've obviously listened to our week's episode. If you also want to send us personal dumb stories to be read on the show, or other great content related to segments we do, you can send that material over to us at overdueforextinction at gmail.com, as well as in our Discord server where we have channels dedicated to each segment. 
Be sure to also give us your birth date so we can do a personal birthday shout out and a Florida Man story just for you. Be sure also to rate and review the show to help other dummies find their way home to us. And be sure to spread the good word to others as well as inviting your your friends, your family, and your mortal enemies to join our social media platforms. Because who would want to hoard all the good times for themselves? And most importantly, stay smart and stay safe, dummies. Overdue for extinction.